0: Good morning, ICC. It's so good to have you this morning. What a morning we've had. We've had the girls back in the house. We've had our prayer warrior, Eric, back in the house. Well, I'm here right now to bring in the Word of God. So, are you ready? How exciting. We're just, I'm really actually finally getting excited about this year. I know it's taken me a little bit longer because I just felt like I was in a whirlwind of just information and changes. And and it just took me, it's taken me the better part, if I can be brutally honest, of what what I've been going through this year. But I know that I've just anchored myself into something amazing with God. And we're believing that's what we're going to do as a church, as ICC. So this morning, I'm going to just quickly ask the Holy Spirit to come in and that He would speak that he would use my voice, this microphone to speak, but you would hear exactly what you needed to hear this morning. So Holy Spirit, you are already in the room. You're already with your people. You're already seated with them right now. But us right now, Holy Spirit, ask that you open up our ears to prick us to things that you're specifically wanting us to hear. In the name of Jesus, someone shout, amen. Amen. I'm not sure about What you're feeling right now, like I said, we're about our fifth month into this craziness of the world of 2020, but I began to get, I'm exhausted of just hearing about this virus controlling us, making decisions on my behalf. Now, listen to me, church. This morning, I feel like I want to speak from a place of righteous frustration. I'm not here to have a political debate by any means, but I have a righteous frustration I'm not watering down this virus or the impact it's having on our nation, but I'm done with what it's controlling in my day-to-day consumption. So I'm asking us as a church, ICC, can you and I together as a house, as a movement, are you ready to have a turnaround in 2020? I want to speak a turnaround moment is about to happen right here, right now in the house of God collectively as a church, walk out in full power. So when we walk out in full power, as it's been declared over our atmosphere for this part, it's about us having to go, you know what? I walk in the authority that I've been given. I walk with the knowledge that God has empowered me to speak differently to the way the world is speaking. See, the media is full constantly of bringing in fear and terror. Well the only thing I fear this morning is God's brokenness for not following his word or the calling that he's brought upon our life. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding." Let me read that to you again. It's in Proverbs 3 chapter 5. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. So don't fall in Satan's trap anymore. God unmistakably commands us to trust in Him and not rely on what we are hearing or what we're understanding. Because He knows things that we do not know. And every time something like this happens, God has got an amazing plan. I think the church of God is about to buckle itself up because we're about to go full speed ahead, in full power, in full knowledge that God is on the move. I heard this saying from Pastor Bill Johnson in Bethel Church at the very beginning of this outbreak of the virus. He said, decide now, he said this months ago, decide now who's going to shape your thinking If you have more input from the media than you do from the Word of God, then listen, your depression is your responsibility. Wow. Your discouragement, your heaviness of heart is actually self-inflicted. Wow, when I heard that, it blew me away. It just blew me away. Depression is my responsibility. If I have more input from what I'm hearing externally, Than what I'm getting from my God. See, faith is not challenged when hell, our faith, sorry, is challenged when hell is seated right in the center of our life and begins to push our weakness to the forefront. See, it's not by accident, it's not by accident that fear, anxiety, loneliness, worry, dread, panic has all risen in our life. But the enemy knew that it was already there. He just found an opportunity with this virus to bring, in, to bring in a highlight on it. And because it was there, he was waiting for a moment to intensify all of that. So for some of us, it had nothing to do with the coronavirus. It was always there. It just needed something to bring it to the forefront. So what I want to speak to you is about walking out in complete healing. So that the next thing that happens, because our world is in a fallen world, we'll always have something happen to us. But the next time, fear won't have an entry point. Anxiety won't have an entry point. Loneliness, worry, dread, panic won't have an entry point because we're going to deal with it this morning. Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 says this, The peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. The peace of God surpasses all understanding. I don't know the ins and outs about what has just unleashed itself, but the peace of God is supposed to be surpassing anything that it's informing me today. The word surpass, church, let me tell you, is to obtain superiority in something. When something is surpassed, it means something has been superior to it. So, Paul says, the peace of God is superior to your understanding of what's happening now. So, what freedom do I have this morning to walk in the fact that whatever I'm hearing, I've got a peace that is bigger than that. It is superior to what is trying to push up against me, against my understanding, and God is going to guard my heart And my mind in all of this. So, despite what's going on around us, God has given you supremacy in this situation. You must protect your peace church. You know why? Because we weren't created, we're created in His image. So, we weren't created to learn how to coexist with these things, we weren't created to learn how to coexist with worry. We weren't, learn, we weren't created to learn how to coexist with pain and anxiety. The one of the greatest reasons of people's health being broken down. The biggest reason for mental health and physical health is people can't sleep at night. People can't digest their food well. There's ulcers in the stomach. Because anxiety, fear, panic, dread all brings this and our body reacts to it. But the Bible says that I wasn't created to be able to live with that. Our bodies weren't created to live with that kind of tension in it. That's why God says, I want to give you a peace that surpasses all that your body wants to feel. We're worried about our health. We're worried about our jobs. We're worried about our study. We're worried about our family. How are we going to get through this, God? But we weren't created to work that out. We were created to know that he is in control. In Psalm fifty-five, verse twenty-two, it says this: "Give your burdens to the Lord, and He will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip or fall." That was Psalm fifty-five, twenty-two. Give your burdens to the Lord, and He will take care of you. He will not permit the godly. To slip or fall. And in First Peter chapter 5, verse 7, it says, Cast your anxiety back on him because he cares for you. Church, you've got a father that loves you so great, and he says to you, cast all your anxiety, all your cares, all your fears, all your work, cast them on me. Do you know the word cast? It literally means to throw something forcefully off in this in a different direction. So fear is trying to come in and we cast it off and we remove it from where it's trying to come in. It's trying to have a pit stop in your life. But God's saying, no, don't let a pit stop there. Cast it away and throw it in a different direction. Throw it back to the pit of hell, where it came from, and let God bring in a peace that surpasses all of that. I don't still understand things, but I do not let these things come in and establish themselves in me. I wasn't created to learn how to coexist with that. I don't want to be ignorant to the power that Satan holds, but I do want to remind you that we hold the authority. He has power to threaten and to push and to let things happen, but he doesn't have authority, who has the greatest supremacy in that area. To occupy an area, the enemy has been trying to stop you from entering. Isaiah 54 verse 17 says this. But in that coming day, what coming day? Was that coming day 2020? Is that day 2030? Is that day 2050? In that coming day, whatever it is, today, the 23rd of August, today, That's the coming day I'm interested in, because God says he's interested in my today. He says, in that coming day, no weapon turned against me will prosper. It says this, in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up against to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from I, says the Lord. I, the Lord have spoken. Wow. God has spoken on your behalf. God has already spoken in your situation. And He says to you, church, ICC, weapons are forming themselves against you, but they're not going to succeed in the name of Jesus. He says, but you need to silence them. You need to silence. I need to silence them. I need to mute them. Every voice raised up to accuse me, that I can't. What an amazing sermon Lawrence brought about learning how to be in the presence of God. He's saying the enemy is going to remind you of your past. But God says, I don't care about your past. I'm worried about your future. And what an incredible reminder that I have the authority to silence the voices of those weapons that are trying to form me. You will silence the voices, God, all weapons formed against you. I will make them not prosper, but you will need to silence those voices. Take your authority. Speak the supremacy that God has given and speak into the remainder of 2020, church. I want you to right now, I'm coming out with, say it now. I'm coming out with blessing. I'm coming out with favor. I'm coming out with increase. I'm coming out with a double portion job. I'm coming out with an increase of, of abundancy. Whatever, what is it? See, because you know what the enemy's stolen, now speak it back into your life. Fear will want to come in, but deny it access right now, right here. By speaking the truth that God is for you, and nothing can be against you. Dismay, discouragement, disappointment will want to come in, but deny its access this morning by saying, I belong to him. I belong to God. And you know what that scripture, and, God, and the Bible says that he spoke. And it says, the Lord has spoken. Whoa. Let's not go up against what God has spoken. But he said, I'm going to speak to you, Marla, and I'm going to speak that everything that's coming against you, silence it. Mighty man of God, mighty woman of God, I don't know where you are anywhere in this world right now. Would you speak into your situation and mute the enemy once and for all? Fear is the access point to life, to a lie of abandonment, a lie of rejection, a lie of loneliness, a lie of neglect. Fear is its access point. point. See, we, we, we live with the spirit of abandonment and rejection, but it came in through that door that was accessed through fear. Dismay, the access point is for that, for shame, inferiority, humiliation, regret. See, all these things are released just by one access point. But God says, with your voice, you can sh- mute it. You can shut it down. You can silence it. And not only do I speak to fear, but when I speak to fear, I speak to the lie of abandonment, rejection, loneliness, and neglect. One voice, I mute all of them. I mute all. When I say dismay, I blind you. I mute you. And shame, if you're already, humiliation, regret is all gone. They're all out. They're all gone. Silence them this morning. See, because church, whatever you come into agreement, you empower. You come into agreement with the liar, then you'll empower the liar. When you come into an agreement with an intimidator, you empower that intimidator. When you come into an agreement, you give them access to empower you. But the accuser has no authority. When I come into agreement with that accuser, I lend him the authority that God gave me. So think about it this morning, church. Have you lent your authority over to the liar, the king of all lies? And have you allowed it to happen? When we begin to experience loneliness, rejection, isolation, self-pity, inferiority, guilt, discontent, we've given an access point for him to utilise. Remember I said to you, The virus has been the cause possibly, but it just was a place where he could highlight it. It was already there. It already had access. That's why some people are dealing with this very differently because we've all got different access points. He stands at the door of our life looking for an entrance point. You know, Paul says in Philippians 4.13, I'm reading a lot of Scripture because I need us to go into the Scriptures now. We need to go into Scriptures Paul says in Philippians 14, and I can't go around it, but he says, I can do all things, but it's Christ who strengthens me. I can. I can do all things. I can. I can get up. I can keep moving. I can keep putting in resumes for work. I can keep believing that God's going to restore this man. I can, I can, I can, because it's no longer me. It's Christ who strengthens me to speak where the enemy's trying to mute me. You know, Romans 8, 28, it says, For we know that all things work together for good for those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. I say that again. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God. You know, that scripture is very intent. Because people often blame God for a lot of things. But they don't have a relationship, yet still he gets the blame. That's why God says, those who love me, those who know me. And he says, those who are called according to his purpose. His purpose, not my purpose, not my thoughts. You know, the word according is this. It means a direction given from a higher authority. A direction given from a higher authority or from the highest position. When I began to break this down in the Greek, so I know that all things work together for good for those who love God, and that according to, has been given a higher authority from the highest position, I have been given direction to us from the highest position, according to God's greatest purpose for my life. See, God has got a purpose for our life. God has got a great purpose and destiny for our lives. He said in in Jeremiah 29, he speaks about the greatness that he has upon our life. And he said everything that is going to happen. See, this virus did not take God by surprise. But because of the world that we're in, it was given permission. But God has used it. People are coming through with breakthroughs. I know that we're hearing the badness. But let me tell you, if the voice of the church will rise up and start giving their testimonies, I'm telling you, it will outdo everything that we're hearing in the media. So you've got to understand, because you live in the purpose of God, if you know God, you live in His purpose, you're giving out your day to Him, you're asking God to come in and lead you and direct you and open up the path, then let me tell you, that's not just anything, that's coming from the highest authority the greatest position spoken over our life. God says, there you go. I'm going to turn it for good right here, right now. You know, there was a word spoken of our church, and Jim's been in the last couple of weeks speaking it at the beginning of our service. And I just want to close with this this morning. He said that God spoke to him, and we've been speaking it, and we've been declaring it over a house over and over. It says, God said, I'm about to manifest my greatest dimension. Wow. Are you ready for this ICC? Are we ready for what God wants to do? He said, I'm about to manifest my greatest dimension for my glory that we've ever seen. We've ever seen. Wow, we better get ready. And it's got nothing to do with having a building opened or closed. It's about you and I living in our purpose. And it says, Don't look to the north or the south, the east or the west, but look unto me, the author and the finisher of our faith. See, our faith doesn't change what's going around, but it sees the truth of what is going to happen. And that is that God is going to rise and He's about to unleash. He said, I will complete the good work that I started to you in January 2020. That I desire that you would stay in persistent faith, unwavering trust from every letter of my word. You know, last time I read that, I read that in Joshua. Where God said to Joshua, you're about to rise up to be one of the greatest But you're going to have to learn how to meditate on my word. You're going to have to learn how to meditate at morning and night. That's why we wanted to do this prayer meeting in the morning as you stand. You might have your kids running around the house. But wouldn't it be great if you start to teach them, hey, 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 can you hear Eric? We're about to start praying. They can still keep moving and getting their stuff ready for school. They can start putting their things together. But hearing prayers come across their houses, hearing prayers being spoken about, and knowing that prayers are being the thing. As he speaks, and why don't you as parents, why don't you speak over your children as they prepare, as you join with Eric and you join with the rest of us in ICC, as we just pray. It's not about stopping, and if it's part of your devotional, awesome time. But if it's not, just bring it in and come. Collectively, we're going to start every day. You know what he said also in that prophetic word? It's time for extreme visitations of the Holy Spirit. Whoa. Because, you know, the Bible says that greater things will we see and do in his name. We're about to see God at a whole new level on this earth. It's time to see extreme visitations from the Holy Spirit. Uninterrupted progress, which means we've got to get ready. Uninterrupted progress, which means we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. And we're not going to get exhausted with this. Because the Bible says that we will rise like eagles. And when an eagle goes up to its level, it just soars over. It is not working at that height. It's soaring over. And the Bible says that we are like mounted on wings of Israel. So when we get to that position, we're going to soar. We're going to go. We're going to go. ICC, time to turn it around. Let's turn it around. Would you shout it out? Write it in the chat. Turn around moment for ICC. Right here, right now, stepping out in full power and authority over everything that God has spoken over who we are. We're coming together. But let me go before we close this morning. I'd love to tell you that this is available for everyone, but it's not. You've got to know him. You've actually got to know him. You've got to have a relationship with him. All these scriptures I read to you and those scriptures that you hopefully had a pen and paper to grab them down or text us and we'll give them back to you, it's for those who know him. He's spoken that for those who have a relationship with him. So I don't know, do you have a relationship with God this morning? Do you have a relationship with the king that went to the cross for you? If you don't, I want you to bow your head with me right now and I want you to pray this prayer. Wherever you are on this earth, as you mute the enemy today, you mute him, you silence him, why don't you bow your head? Maybe you're sitting with someone in the car. Maybe you're sitting with someone in the office. I got a text the other day of a young girl that was watching it in her office office at work, our service, and people were saying, what are you watching? I'm telling you, are we ready, church? At working Sunday and she was on a break and she was watching church online. And her colleagues were like, what are you watching? And sat with her, watched it. Wow, are we ready? Maybe that's you this morning. Why don't you just turn around and see if anyone's ready to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. If that's you, why don't you bow your head with me? Jesus, I ask you today, that I want to have my life changed. I want a turnaround moment like Pastor Mirella has prayed. I want all those promises that she prayed to happen in my life. So Jesus, I invite you into my life right here, right now. I mute and silence the voice of the enemy that reminds me of my past. For today... I start to live in my future with Jesus by my side, in front of me, beside me, behind me. Today, I give you my life, Jesus, and I ask you to come in and take control. Church, if that was the first time you prayed that prayer, would you let us know? Would you text the church on the number that's below? Would you text it and say, first time? And we'll know that that's the very first time you've said it. But maybe you, it's not the first time you said it. Maybe you were in church maybe 20, 30 years ago. Maybe you went with your grandma. But by accident, you've come across church online. And you know that you can't silence the enemy anymore because you don't have a relationship with God. It's turnaround moment. It's turnaround Sunday. It's turnaround Sunday. It's time for you to recommit. And the same prayer that you just prayed, recommits your life to Christ. And all those scriptures that I've spoken, they're promises, they're yes and they amen. So this morning, I want you to get excited, ICC. We're about to have a turnaround moment in the name of Jesus. Everyone shout, amen. God bless you. Have a great week.